The concept of globalism is hot and heavy with the Biden administration. Those diabetics are going to have to pay more for their medication, and they deserve it because they're Americans and they're diabetic. Uh, California's, California thinks we're too stupid to understand numbers and then does things based off the numbers that we're not allowed to see. And Texas is going to the mat with Biden's new immigration policies. But first, there's nothing like stupid. Let's listen to Chuck Schumer. It will be a full trial. It will be a fair trial. But make no mistake, there will be a trial, and when that trial ends, senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John, Donald John Trump incited the erection, insurrection against the United States. Needless to say, the Democrats are really turned on by the thought of another impeachment. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, let's get right to it because we've got quite a bit to cover. So, Joe Biden has decided to roll back Trump's policy of donating taxpayer dollars to non governmental organizations. And one of the things that he's rolled back is abortion in organizations or countries that are not ours. So he wants to basically take your dollars that you pay in taxes and give it to, I guess, Argentina so they can have abortions or Italy or Spain so they can have abortions. So Dr. Fauci said on Thursday, it will be our policy to support women's and girls' sexual and reproductive health and reproductive rights in the United States, as well as globally. To that end, President Biden will be revoking the Mexico City policy in the coming days as part of a broader commitment to protect women's health and advance gender equality at home and around the world. Um, This and his immigration policies are part of this globalist movement that we're actually seeing being pushed by the left since probably the 60s. Uh, The difference is the globalist movement was always fringe. Now it has become mainstream. Now, if you're not a globalist, you're not a nationalist. You're a nationalist. And when I say nationalist, I don't mean white nationalist or a black nationalist. I mean you believe in United States first. You are now the fringe. The mainstream is the globalist movement. With the globalist movement... We are one world. There are no countries. There are no borders. There is also no individuality and no religion. We are the collective. John Lennon's Imagine, his song, celebrated this type of globalism. It was a disgusting song, terrible song. Listen to it. We are all to live together, share our prophets, and sing Kumbaya. We must spread our beliefs on everyone and make them accept our belief system that we have no matter of morality as an individual. It is about the morality of the collective. Sounds kind of like communism, doesn't it? Well, globalism is kind of like communism. The individual must accept that belief system. Problem is, the belief system also doesn't believe in a divine power which usually instills the morality on the individual. 
And in the case of the United States, that, that morality was implemented on the system of the United States through the Constitution Declaration of Independence. This seems to be something really big. All that crap you hear about the United States being an imperialist country is set with irony. When we push our belief systems on another country, that is imperialism. When we force a country to do what we want, that is imperialism, or at least interventionalism. The United States, specifically the Democrats and the left, are trying to force our belief system on other countries and in the cultures of other countries. The left is trying to affect other cultures with our immorality. This is interventionism. This is a type of imperialism. The superior country is promoting and pushing an ideology so that that country, that, that foreign, in foreign country will go with our program. This goes completely against the Constitution and Declaration of Independence, by the way. The Constitution and Independence believed in morality. It believed in morality through the Judeo-Christian religion. And how do we know that? Because we actually changed ourselves because we saw certain black stains in the American system as being amoral. Slavery, women's right to vote, the internment of the Japanese, the uh, uh, Indians, the stuff they had to go through, like the Trail of Tears. Another problem with this is I don't want my taxes going to another country, much less to pay for something as abhorrent as abortion. As far as I'm concerned, abortion is murder, period. We have our own problems in this country. Use that money to fix the problems we have here. Forget other countries, especially forget supporting other countries in, in something as immoral as abortion. So what's going to happen now? We don't know. Here's the thing. If you think that abortion is killing babies, then we can never be in any way. Then we can never be unified in any way. The Hyde Amendment, which is what really scares me, this is what I think could happen. The Hyde Amendment prevents taxpayer money being used for abortions in this country. Hey, newsflash. Joe Biden supported the uh, Hyde Amendment for decades. It was only up until about six months ago he decided suddenly the Hyde Amendment is amoral or wrong or that abortion is a constitutional right, which it's not. Okay? Um, we just... I, I do not see abortion as something that we can unify behind. There's no... I mean, it's like waffling for the Holocaust... I mean, yeah, the Holocaust was terrible, and I'm generally against killing Jews, but maybe I just don't completely understand Hitler's point of view, so I'll just ignore it. I got news to you. I understand what abortion is, and I want nothing to do with it, and I definitely don't want my taxpayer money going to abortions in this country and definitely not going to abortions in foreign countries. Yeah, so much for unity. And we're, <laughs> Joe Biden has signed more. He's just crazy. Joe Biden has actually signed more uh, executive orders in the last five days than Trump did in the first hundred. So that shows you. Our boy, uh, old sleepy, creepy Joe, is kind of a tyrant. You know, I he's the dictator. 
Where's the media? So Joe Biden, in his continued, uh, continued, I don't know what he's trying to do, but he has decided to write an executive order that really puts those pain-in-the-ass diabetics right in their place. He overwrote a... Um, he overwrote a an executive order by Trump giving diabetics a chance at lower cost of insulin and epipens. And Joe Biden said, "Hell no. We're going to we're going to change that law." Bloomberg Law reported, quote, "The HHS secretary froze the former Trump administration's De- December drug policy that requires community health centers to pass on all their insulin and epipens." discount savings to patients. Centers that don't pass on the savings wouldn't qualify for federal grants. I'll tell you what that means in a second. This freeze is part of Biden administration's large-scale effort announced this week that will scrutinize the Trump administration's health policies. If the previous administration's policies raise, quote, fact, law, or policy, end quote, concerns, the Biden HHS will delay them and consult with the Office of Management and Budget about the other actions. <coughs> the report also stated Biden enters the presidency with at least a dozen lawsuits waiting over Trump-era moves to lower drug prices, an issue the new administration will likely tackle on its, in its own way. The Department of Health and Human Services under Biden inherits challenges to rules that tie drug reimbursement to cheaper foreign drug prices and allow med- medication imports from Canada. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. I'm going to tell you that what that means in English. It also faces complaints over Trump's push for drug makers to ship discounted drugs bought by low-income health centers to commercial contract pharmacies. Okay, this is awesome. I mean, so uh, in other words, we're going to give our we're going to make it so that the United States pays for abortions in Argentina, but meanwhile, diabetics, these pesky diabetics in the United States can't get cheap insulin or cheap EpiPens. Okay, so what what this whole thing happened? Trump signs a bill, and basically what he said in this bill is that big pharma, big uh, pharmaceutical companies were actually developing drugs. EpiPen is one of them, insulin, things like that. And they would charge American citizens a certain price, which was typically pretty high. Then they would they would actually distribute and sell the same drug, the exact same drug, to foreign countries at a lower price. So basically what Americans were doing is they were funding other countries with those drugs. So what Trump did, and this pissed off Big Pharma, there's no question. This absolutely pissed off Big Pharma. Trump told governors, don't buy the drugs from the pharmaceutical companies in the United States. Actually go to Canada and buy them from Canada at the lower price and then pass the lower price to the customer. Makes sense, right? It did piss off Big Pharma. They hated Trump for it. They put all their money onto the Biden campaign because they knew Biden would, you know, basically kiss butt and, and do it, which Biden obviously had. Here's the thing. There was no reason for Biden to do this other than two things. He either hates Trump that much at, to the point that he would make people pay a lot more money for diseases they can't help, or he really is trying to kiss ass when it comes to big pharma. 
My bet it's probably the latter. There was no reason to overturn this policy. If he wanted to actually if he wanted to actually go in and analyze the policy, which he is doing with COVID relief, with some of the um, immigration policies, he's analyzing them before he overturns them, he would have done that. He would have sat back and said, okay, we're going to take a look at this first. Um, then we're going to make a decision based off that. But no, what he did is he overturned it to the joy of Big Pharma. And now everyone's got to pay extra for their insulin and their EpiPens. Um, Here's the thing. Democrats may demonize big business and corporations, but they also depend on them, and they'll jerk them off all the way to the bank. It's all a show. Democrats will screw people like diabetics and make them pay for medications while other countries get the same medication cheaper. What is that? Globalism. The United States is a rich, evil country while every other country is good and blessed. Therefore, the United States should have to pay for the drugs that other countries need. Even though those drugs were developed in the United States, it would make sense that the United States actually, uh, you know, pass the savings to the American public. It's really disgusting. It's really disgusting. And see, here's the thing. It's going to be crap like that, canceling of the XL pipeline, which is going to cost 11,000 jobs right off the bat. Um, the canceling of the border wall, which is going to cost five to 10,000 jobs. It's now he's allowing transgenders in the military, which is weird. We're going to talk about that one tomorrow. It's allowing boys to, uh, biological boys to compete in women's sports. This is not something that's going to be embraced. These things are not going to be embraced. So, um, good for Joe Biden. I I would suggest that I don't want him to do it. I actually would like him to be successful, but he's not going to be because he's being a complete moron. Um, I would like to see him be successful, but he's not going to be. But as long as he's not successful, people are seeing it. And in 2022, it could be a very long election night for Joe Biden. Every time I think California can't get stupider, they continue to get stupider. Okay, so we already know. Let's 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 overdo. We already know California has a major fire problem. They never cut anything down on trails and in the mountains, and that shit gets on fire. It burns 100,000 acres, and of course, they don't sit there and say, well, forest management sucks, it's our, um, it's climate change. No, your forest management sucks. I just went on a hike with Josie this last week, and um, the tree line was over 10 feet high. And I told Josie while we were walking, I said, you look at all these trees, what do you think? She said, it's all going to go up. The second things start drying up, the second things get hot, and we get a Santa Ana wind... I'm from California, if you don't know that. Uh, Everything's going to go back up again. And this is in San Diego. And of course, we had fires and things like that. Then we have the rolling blackouts because no one can seem to, because our infrastructure, our electrical infrastructure here is, I don't know, 1930s. And they can't seem to keep the power on if more than four, if you have uh, two air conditioners on, your power just goes out. So, 
energy and efficiency seems to be a real thing. And of course, they blame climate change because it's hot and people have to turn on more electricity and this causes the rolling blackout. doesn't happen in Texas. doesn't happen in Arizona, by the way. Arizona is far hotter than, than California, but that yeah, it doesn't matter. That's uh, what rolling blackouts, whatever. Then we have it's this huge homelessness problem. Something like just in Los Angeles, there is 60,000, 65,000 people homeless. San Francisco has a ton homeless. San Diego has a ton homeless. They're homeless everywhere in California. Drug addiction is a huge problem in California. No, And by the way, no one's doing anything about it. We also have a, uh, a huge crime problem in California. It's not just in one of the big cities, San Diego, San Francisco, Sacramento, Los Angeles, the Riverside. They all have major crime problems, and it's been going up. It has not changed. And then just an assorted number of stuff, like we pay the highest taxes, we um, have a, uh, uh, we have a housing problem. People can't afford homes. People can't afford apartments. We have a huge illegal immigrant crisis. All this stuff has really just bubbled over. So folks decided to say, okay, you know what? Let's call Gav recall Gavin Newsom. So right now there is actually a petition out there to recall Gavin Newsom, and they need quite a few signatures. I think it's, I think it's, I don't quote me on this, but I think it's 1.5 million signatures of what they need. Well, they need it by March, and apparently because they've got the election, I believe it's in November. I'm not sure. Apparently they get, they got it. It's it's gonna get. They're gonna get it. They're they're well over a million already. So Gavin Newsom's got some issues. Well, you know, COVID-19 hasn't helped Gavin Newsom either. Um, Gav poor Gavin Newsom, the, the Ken doll of, uh, Amer of American politics. Um, and of course, we forget that Gavin Newsom also said everyone needs to stay at home, everyone needs to wear a mask, and he goes to the French Laundry in Napa Valley without a mask on with a bunch of people. I mean, he's telling me I can't go see my dad on Christmas, and, which I didn't because I was actually sick. But he's telling us we can't do this, but he's going out with 100 people at the French Laundry indoors without a mask. <coughs> so spending a couple thousand dollars, I think that's that's actually cheap, on liquor. So, yeah, yeah, he's kind of a hypocrite too. So let's get it. So Gavin Newsom decided to shut down all of California again. Because California is actually spiking in COVID cases. And I know in San Diego, it is spiking in COVID cases. It's spiking in Los Angeles. It's not a shock. And he said, oh, we're going to be we're going to be shut down for a long time, blah, 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 blah. Well, last week when he said, um, you know, we're, we're looking at the statistics and he said the statistics would be transparent. He would actually post them on, on the Health and Human Services website for California. They weren't being posted. They weren't being updated. So, um, someone said, hey, uh, why aren't these statistics, this was literally on Friday, why aren't these statistics not being posted? And they were basically saying they were hiding the data because the data was too complex for a stupid Californians to understand. We are so busy surfing and um, 
whatever Californians do, that we couldn't, like, read numbers. Okay? So today, today, Monday, I'm doing this on Monday, California is about to open, they're going to go back to the tiered recovery system, tiered opening system, and now they're talking about opening restaurants and opening businesses. Restaurants will be open to outdoor dining one week after Joe Biden gets inaugurated. Gee, do you wonder what's going on in California? If you go to www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com, uh, you can actually read all of the quotes. I'm not going to go through all of the quotes, quotes because I'm, I'm running out of time. And personally, I'm not surprised in California. California, just idiocy. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Most of California is leaving California. Now, what California has decided to do, again, this was released today, and I don't have the actual article in front of me. I'm kind of going off. Is they decided to raise taxes on businesses again. This is going along with raising the minimum wage. Businesses are like, are you guys, are you guys kidding? You're going to raise taxes? And now businesses are leaving. And California has actually, in this plan, California actually has a red flag in that plan that says that if you leave California, you still have to pay California taxes. I, By the way, I don't think that's constitutional. I don't think you can legally do that. So if I stay in California for six months and I move out of California, I think I have to pay California for six months of taxes. And the other six months, I pay where I'm actually destined. But California says no. We we can we can we can retroactively take your taxes. Don't think that's legal. Expect to see a, a couple of Supreme Court uh, arguments about that. I expect to see Texas sit back and say you can't just send your citizens over here and then tax your citizens like they're living there. If we wanted to tax them, we could tax them, but you cannot tax our citizens. So don't don't be shocked if you see like Texas, Arizona, the D Dakotas, Idaho, Tennessee, Florida sit back and and decide to do a class action lawsuit against California because they decide to tax their citizens that aren't even living in California for the year. Okay, and and that's what the problem is with California. That is the problem with California. I would say that getting rid of Gavin Newsom was going to change anything in California. That the virus would never be politicized like it has been in California. That you would not actually have Gavin Newsom lying about California. But I know it's not about, about his statistics and his COVID decisions. That's never going to happen in California. California will get rid of Gavin Newsom, and guess what? They'll just put another Democrat in. It's not going to make any freaking difference. And that is defeatist. That is cynical. But I've been in California a long time, and I just don't see anything different. What a shit heap California has become. I kid you not. I literally, you are walking down the streets of downtown Los Angeles and over and walking over needles. Literally, there are bums everywhere. Literally, downtown L.A. smells like a bus station toilet. It is so terrible over there. And San Francisco, the community of the elites 
is exactly the same way, except the elites don't actually live in downtown San Francisco. They live in the outskirts where they can afford their $5 million apartments. It is so disgusting in California. With all the crap happening in the United States and conservatives being beaten and laws being made to destroy states, what can we do? Well, we can do what Texas is doing. According to the AP, uh, the state of Texas on Friday sued the Biden administration over the mem uh, memorandum suspending deportations of illegal aliens. The lawsuit, which you can access on my website, which was filed in the District Court of Texas, stated, on the first day in office, the Biden administration cast aside congressionally enacted immigration laws and suspended the removal of illegal aliens whose removal is compelled by those very laws. In doing so, it ignored basic constitutional principles and violated its written pledge to work cooperatively. I'm sorry, I know you hear noise. That's the wind outside. It's really bad. And I don't have a soundproof uh, studio, so I apologize. Uh, pledged to work cooperatively with the state of Texas to address the shared immigration enforcement concerns. This unlawful reversal will cause Texas immediate and irreparable harm if it is not enjoined. President Biden's acting DHS secretary, David uh, Pekowski, issued a memo on January 20th. That memo is also available on dumbassetalkingpolitics.com directing an immediate pause on the removals of any non-citizens with order of the removal, except as noted for the first 100 days. Those exceptions include violent criminals and um, violent criminals, child molesters, things like that. Just extreme. Um, the Texas the uh, Texas Attorney General, Kevin, Ken Paxton, who actually filed uh, the uh, brief in a memo stated, quote, in one, of the, in one of the first of dozens of steps that harm Texas and a nation as a whole, the Biden administration directed DHS to violate federal immigration law. I want you to remember that, because Texas is going to beat on this now. And breach an agreement to consult and cooperate with the Texas on the law. Our state defends the largest section of the southern border in the nation. Failure to properly enforce the law will directly and immediately endanger our citizens and law enforcement personnel. True. DHS itself has previously acknowledged that such a freeze on deportations will cause concrete injuries to Texas. I am confident that these unlawful and perilous actions cannot stand. This is what's going to have to happen in the next two to four years. These policies that Biden is implementing are poisonous. They are going to destroy economies. They're going to send us into third world country status. But on the bright side, the Democrats will have tons of voters that shouldn't be voting, but have been voting, voting for Democrats. We need to make noise like this. Say this is wrong and keep repeating it. Say why it is wrong and beg for someone to debate us. If they don't, take these people to court and tell them why their policies, which are probably illegal, um, because you can't, an executive order cannot override a policy and law defined by Congress and signed in by another president. What old Joe here is doing is illegal. He can't. <laughs>
<coughs> he can't do this. It's illegal. You cannot overturn a law that was made through the process, legal process, by executive order. That is illegal. This will be going to the Supreme Court. I'm sure, you know, the left will find courts that agree with them. And this is going to go to the Supreme Court. Thank God we have a, well, we have a 5-4 in the Supreme Court. I don't call, consider Justice Roberts a an actual uh, conservative or a contextualist. But this is going to go to the Supreme Court and it should be a slam dunk. You cannot just change the law because you feel like changing the law. If, if Joe Biden can just change the law like that, he's a king. He's a tyrant. He's, he is a dictator. You know, all the things they called Trump for the last four years. Okay, well, I've got two minutes left, thank God. And I wanted to, I wanted to add something different to this, and I should have done this a long time ago because there's so much. It's the dumb tweets of the week. So let's take a look at some of the dumb tweets on Twitter by some of the dumber people in our society who happen to be billionaires and shit. Uh, millionaires, they're not billionaires, but Seth Rogen could be pretty close, though. Seth Rogen said, and he was talking about Ted Cruz, um, all jokes aside, at Ted Cruz is a fascist piece of shit. Okay. Okay. Let's take a look at this stupid statement. And let's remember that Seth Rogen, who, you know, made great quality-ass movies, like, I can't even think of any of his movies, but he made real quality movies. Um, let's take a look at how much of a fascist Ted Cruz is. Uh, cruises for deregulation. Let businesses and people do what they want without government intervention. Okay. Doesn't sound like fascism to me. Cruises for the First Amendment. He believes in free speech, free speech, freedom of religion, freedom to pro uh, peaceably protest, and freedom of the press. In fact, he's being told to shut up by the left right now. He wants to be kicked out they want him kicked out of Congress, the Senate, because he didn't agree with Donald Trump's loss as a president, which he has all rights to do. They did the same thing he did. The Democrats did the same thing Cruz did in 2016. Cruz is for the Second Amendment. Hey, you should be allowed to have a gun. You should be allowed to have 10 guns. You should be allowed to have 100 guns. You should be allowed to have ammo, as long as you can responsibly use them. Doesn't sound like a tyrant to me. Sounds like he wants you to be able to defend yourself based off the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Cruises for small federal government. He doesn't think the federal government should have anything to do with your life. He thinks the president should have nothing to do with your life. That doesn't sound like fascism to me. I mean, I could name a couple of fascists. Hitler, um... Uh, FDR was a fascist. Uh, Mussolini was a fascist. And those guys believed in big government. Cruz believes in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, where humans rights, human rights are given by God and cannot be altered by man or government. Seth Rogen, apparently, he's a Jew, but he's one of these newfangled Jews, newfangled smoke weed Jews, 
doesn't necessarily believe in God. He believes government gives you your rights. Um, if you have, if Cruz says you have rights that are given to you via the nature of humanity, in for the religious, it's on God. He believes you have those rights that can't be touched by government. That does not sound like fascism. Does Seth R Rogen believe in any of the stuff he says? Not looking at his tweets, he, who he believes everything that's leftist. He believes you shouldn't have freedom. He believes you should shut up. He believes religion is not a thing. He doesn't believe in the Second Amendment. He believes in big federal government. I know he hasn't read the Declaration of Independence or the Constitution. His weed smoking is probably going to limit his uh, attention span. And he's a millennial and their attention spans are limited anyway. Who is the real fascist? Ted Cruz, who wants you to be able to pray to whoever you want, say whatever you want, protest when peacefully protest whenever you feel like, wants the press to say whatever they see as truth, wants you to be able to carry a gun to protect yourself and protect yourself from the tyranny of government, or Seth Rogen, who says you should have none of that. Who is the fascist? I bet you one more thing. I bet you he, like all millennials, don't even know what fascism is. Probably need to look it up a little bit. Because every time they sit back and say that Hitler is a fascist and Trump is a fascist, they don't realize Hitler was a socialist who became a fascist. I, I, I made this argument. I still make this argument. Fascism and socialism are economic systems. They're not actually political systems. Communism, which comes from fascism, uh, comes from from uh, socialism, and dictatorship, which comes from fascism, and that's per Merriam-Webster's dictionary definition, is typically a socialist ideal. Matter of fact, uh, Mussolini was considered the lazy socialist. He wanted to be a dictator and he wanted socialism. He didn't want to go through the work of making sure the government controlled all business, all means of production. That's socialism. Okay, in another stupid tweet, Rob Reiner, um, don't confuse with his brother, I can't remember his brother's name, who actually did some great movies. Rob Reiner like did one movie and maybe two, and he's more famous for being meathead on uh, Archie Bunker's show. This is what he said. We now learn that Trump funded and the deadly insurrection to overthrow the election. The only remedy to preserve democracy is conviction and a lifetime ban from, from ever holding public office. What the F is he talking about? There is absolutely no evidence that Trump financed anything. There is evidence that Trump did not support the charge into Congress. It was, it's his speech. He supported peaceful and patriotic protest. Those were his words. He said that. There is evidence that the riot was in the making and planned well beyond Trump's, well before Trump's speech. And there's even evidence that a lot of these people were not even at Trump's speech. 
hear the wind? Oh my gosh, it is absolutely going absolutely crazy out here. There's also a ton of evidence that George Soros and other globalists financed Antifa and BLM while they were causing $3 billion in damage throughout the country. Destroying businesses, killing people, injuring people. Rob's never said anything about that. These guys are so dumb. And what they're really showing, they're just going to make shit up. They're just going to make stuff up. Anything to demonize. And by the way, President Trump's not running in 2024. President Trump's going to be 78 in 2024. I don't want President Trump to run in 2024. Get Nikki Haley or Ted Cruz or someone like that. So this is just all stupid. Anyway, you can follow me on... I don't care about Twitter. You can visit my site and read where I get that from. <coughs> you can uh, listen to my podcast, download or listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbeat, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, and YouTube. You can visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Eventually, Patreon will be reopening. I take took a look at, or Parlor will be reopening. Um, it's not open yet, but when it does, you can follow me on Parlor. At Dumbasses Talking Politics, this is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs> <laughs>